Welcome back to the Protest Coverage Podcast. I'm Kevin Xavier. On this week's episode, we throw it back to late June of this year to one of our first ever interviews with theater, studio owner, and demonstrator, Gia Lisa. Gia chatted with us before an action at Washington Square Park six months ago, and it's amazing to see how consistent she has been in support of Black Lives since. Marching in the streets nearly every day, always with a sign and often one that draws the focus of one of our photographers. In this episode, we learn a little bit more about the woman behind the sign, why she's marching, and what goals she feels must be achieved to make the world a more just place for all people. I'm Kevin Xavier. In episode 16 of the Protest Coverage Podcast, our interview with Gia Lisa starts right now. You got it. What got you into this in the first place? Into... The movement, movement, protesting, what got you from wherever you might have been to when this came to New York City? Sure, well, I've always protested since certainly the Iraq War, um, and that was pretty useless. It was enormous, but since then, everything has changed very much in terms of how they've been handling protesters. You know, when the Trump administration came in, they had us all penned in. We couldn't move. And anyways, that's a long story. And how often are you out protesting? Pretty much every day. Yeah, the only reason I'm not out here is if I didn't find something that fits in my time to, to get here. Since May, May 31st was the first day I left my quarantine. Because okay. I was working at the hospital before, so I tightly quarantined myself. Working at the hospital in a... In your study Ayur- capacity? Ayurvedic medicine. Okay. I was treating my my friend who died, who was a black man. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Who was also fell through the cracks of the system. So yeah. And that was kind of a big a big deal. It happened right at the beginning of the pandemic. Do you think that spurred you on further to make sure that your sign was read and your voice was heard as a you know, a member of this demonstration? I mean, it certainly gives me fire. You know, I mean, it's hard to speak to the people who aren't on board because they're drinking the Kool-Aid, you know? Right. If only they could understand what the system is, you mm-hmm. know? The fact that healthcare, food, the food supplies are poisoned, you know, like all of this has been everything that's in the mainstream world. You know, people waking up today and saying, oh, the news isn't true. It's like, where, where have you been your whole life? Right. Because it bleeds, it leads. So people want to show the fires and the But that's what gets the attention. And that's what's frustrating to mm-hmm. me, being I'm, I'm a pacifist. But right. at the same time, where's the news now? So... It's really, it's a tricky edge to walk on, you know? Yeah. Well, that's why I'm here. I'm trying to give the real stories um, and get them out there so that people understand that yeah. it's not this, that, or whatever they see on Fox News or CNN or MSNBC or the nightly news. Um, you know, this it's a different kind of It is so different. Vantage I mean, point. I wrote a long post on Facebook the other day and that because... I, you know, of course we know people all over the world and explaining to them, because I'm getting to really know the, the organizers and leaders and explain to them what they're doing. They don't understand 
that when they're not here, they're all sitting together in a circle, very careful about who speaks when, and they're planning how they're gonna feed the communities. They're planning what it means to abolish prisons and police. So then how do you handle things? What do you do with people who have been criminal? Can I treat, you know, it's, it's mind-blowing what they're doing, and they don't have resources. Yeah, and you don't hear anything about this forward thinking beyond just chance. No, they, and they, yeah, they think they're kids who are like, want to do this. You know, this is not fun. It's really hard work, and they're putting all their emotions into it, you know? I mean, you know, because you're always here. <laughs> <laughs> um, on that topic, I've asked this in a couple other interviews because I'm curious for the folks that are out here on, on nearly everyday basis, if not a daily basis, how you feel about the folks particularly on social media, who are jumping on the trend. Like, oh, I straightened my hair today, dot, 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 BLM. Does the method matter, or is it all about the message? You mean people who seem to be insincere, or? Uh, people who are jumping on the bandwagon, it appears, in their posts. Oh, yeah, so, I mean, that's a question that we all have. We don't know. Real change needs to happen. You know, I, we, we have to try to give people explicit directions. You know, this is the number you call, this is what you tell them, this is the email. You know, if they can't do that, there's a big problem. Mm -hmm. um, but we don't know yet. I mean, I'm in the theater, and there's a big push right now that every organization, they're being held accountable for who they're hiring, mm -hmm. who the people are in their shows. You know, and in my studios, I've seen the um, so many rehearsals that, especially the bigger the company, there's one black person there, mm -hmm. and that's not New York. These people are not minorities here. No, no non-white people are minorities in New York. Right. So the majority certainly argue it. Ex exactly. So I think that they're going to be held accountable by the community at this point now that the voices are being allowed to speak. Does the method matter as long as the message is getting out? Well, that's where the violence question comes up. <laughs> Assuming it's nonviolent. Assuming this person just posted a black square on their Instagram and they're never marching. They never built a sign. Um, does that frustrate you, or does it not matter because I mean, they're still advancing the message? I mean, I see it, and I want everyone to, to be on board. I know people can't protest. My partner has been an activist for, for um, you know, since the 60s, but he's a lot older, so he's so frustrated they can't come out now that they right. have to stay safe, you know. Right. Um, but they should be doing the activism in their lives, doing the work you can do from your phone and your computer and talking to people, you know. I'm realizing I don't know people who are racist in the sense of saying things against the, the movement. Like, they've already been gone for a long time. But I still think about how to help other people speak to people in their lives about it. Because we've all had those conversations. And that's something I'm seeing the needle is moving because people are having those difficult conversations. Yeah. The issue I also notice, and I've had people on both sides of this come to me about it, um, 
there is a certain discomfort beyond just let's have uncomfortable conversations. People are afraid they're going to be judged. And, right. you know, obviously with cancel culture, not forgiving anyone who's been a target. Uh, but if folks can't grow, mm -hmm. if, you're not, if we're not permitting them to grow, right. then how can we advance the agenda? I guess that's the question I would pose to you. Well, I think it's, it's about making them the minority that's going to be oppressed in a way to start realizing they have to be quiet, you know, and that should give them something to think about, you know, make racists afraid again. That's the one I was thinking of because they've been quiet for a while to some extent besides randomly killing people. But I mean, like the swath of Trump America. Mm -hmm who suddenly got a platform with him. Okay. I think I have pretty much everything. Um, yeah, sorry, I kind of went No, it's fine. You gave me, you, wanted. <laughs> you gave me great stuff, and um, it plays into a lot of different topics that I'm working on right now. So I appreciate you taking the time over. Yeah, I mean, you know, I can talk for three hours about this stuff, and I'm sure you